0: Blog Talk Radio Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just stop and bring our thoughts let our focus just fall upon the Lord. Remember, you're drawing your life from your spirit, which is already 100% in God. Our, Our challenge is to Cooperate with the Lord as he heals and reveals and brings us into oneness. Your soul is fighting that. Your soul wants to remain kingdom of its own shadow kingdom. We can't change that. You can't keep your soul from doing that. The most we can do is pay attention to what God is doing. You can't change yourself. And the more you try... the more you are frustrating your own self. You are actually strengthening your soul. Let it go. Let your soul go. God has it all in hand. He knows exactly what timetable is right for you. Whether you are aware of it or not, he is healing you. whether you are aware of it or not, he is restoring truth, revealing the lies, making the changes that he wants. The best we can do, the most we can cooperate with him, is just to give him our time and attention. Now he's going to give you assignments and projects. Pay attention to those. Work on those things. Like one of the things we're talking about is embracing supernatural experiences. That's something positive you can do. Waiting on the Lord is something positive you can do, that He wants you to do. The more time and attention and entering into his rest, the more opportunity he has to make the changes that he's already doing real to you. Again, he's already making the changes. He's already healing you and freeing you. But the reason you're not experiencing it is because you're trying to help, you are trying to fight the battles yourself, you're trying to fix yourself, let him do that. We've talked so many times about the, the about the iceberg. What you see on the surface is just a little bit about what he's doing in your life. He's going to do the 99% and then bring you in for the last 1%. so you can experience the joy of the change he created you to and your circumstances for his purposes and his purposes aren't out there you are his purpose he's freeing and healing your soul so you can your soul can be more completely and progressively connected with your spirit so that the eternal life that is in your spirit now can flow unhindered into and through your soul and into and through your body. There is that simplicity of devotion to Christ. Not to fixing ourselves. Not, not to measuring up. Not to reaching the next level. Not to fulfilling our purpose or perfecting our gifts. Devotion to what God is doing in your life. Now, he wants to sharpen your senses. This is a natural thing that will happen. As you spend time with him, it will naturally occur that your solical senses will be sharpened and even your physical senses will be sharpened. It will just take place automatically because... You are giving him time and attention. It's like when you're out in the sun, without sun protection, you get sunburn or a tan. It happens just automatically, passively. But he wants us to want that and to recognize it. So he gives us desires to know him in certain areas and we follow those desires those desires are the breadcrumbs he wants us to follow so we don't focus on what's wrong with us how the mistakes we've made how we've hurt others or how we've failed or or even How well we've done. What a great job we've done. What a great ministry we've built. No, follow his breadcrumbs, the desires that he's put in your heart. They may not end up, when you follow them, they may not end up where you think they're going. Your desire may be for gifts of healing and you may end up as knowing the future. It's all part of the same process because our goal is not to accomplish something or even end up someplace specific, but to be with him. That's your first, last, and all-complete, encompassing calling. You are called to be with Him. Jesus called His disciples to be with Him. And I'm always amazed at, even in the Old Testament, they, they were dead in spirit in the Old Testament. They were not Christians. They could not know God. It's not that they didn't want to. It's that they were not able to. Even Abraham, Moses, David, the prophets could not know God the way you can. Because they could not be reborn in their spirit. But you and I have been. The least in the kingdom, you and I are greater than any in the Old Testament. But there's the simplicity there that we resist. We want to work for it because then we deserve it. And then we have control over it. And that's your soul talking. It's not who you truly are. Because again, your soul wants to control. Who comes and who goes and how your little shadow kingdom is built. But that's not what God has for you. God wants you to live life eternal now as a spirit being. He wants you to live and move and have your being in him. Those are his goals. He doesn't need your help in anything else. So as we devote our time and attention to knowing him face to face, spirit to spirit with our soul coming under, he changes us. He's, he's committed to doing that. We don't need to talk him into it. Instead we focus on what he has given us to do. And it's not about doing it perfectly. Again, we learn so much more from making mistakes than doing things right the first time. When we respond to his drawing... That's when his life flows through us more easily. That doesn't mean that there's always going to be a feeling or a sense of his presence. But we taste and see what he has for us. We develop the habits of always turning to him Lord, is that you? He wants to share what he's doing with us. Remember he's already given the keys of the kingdom to your spirit, to who you truly are. You already own you own all the cattle on a thousand hills. You own the earth, the universe. It's all yours. You are a co-inheritor with Christ. Everything that Jesus owns, the Son of God, you own. So you have no lack. Now we find ourselves in circumstances that are positive and negative, and that's always going to happen. But that has nothing to do with our kingdom, our relationship with God, our access to eternal life now sometimes he wants us to overcome our circumstances and he teaches us how to do that but sometimes we are to learn to ignore our circumstances there's no one size fits all solution to our earthly circumstances But the more we see God, the less everything else matters. But even in that transition time, when Jesus was walking around on the earth with his disciples and with those who hated him, why did they hate him? It's because he was a threat to their kingdom. whether that was the religious kingdom or the government or because he would not be controlled by them, by even those who loved him. And yet they saw him do those miracles, and they themselves did did those miracles even before they were born again. They were dead in their spirit, and they could cast out devils. They could heal. They could restore. They could give life, even while they were dead, just by being around Christ. When they left that one village, and somebody, one of the apostles' disciples said, Jesus, should we rain down lightning on this town for what they've done? They didn't say, why don't you rain down, shall we? They seemed to have had perfect confidence confidence that they could do that, that their prayers could rain down lightning or hail or whatever. As Jesus himself said, Pray that the mountain be removed. You pray. Not pray to me and I'll move the mountain. No, you pray. But this confidence only comes from being in relationship with God. And so many of us have such a poor relationship with people. We don't know what a healthy relationship with God looks like. Well, Jesus, example, with his father, he and the father were one. That's our goal. You and your father are one. Me and father are one. That's our goal. First, we become one, spirit, soul, and body. Because your spirit's already in him, doing that, the Lord brings you into oneness with him. And that, again, is accomplished most when we don't interfere with what he's doing. He knows the fastest and easiest way to conform you to his likeness and image. He's doing it. But very often, if if God gave you a hard task, odds are you try to figure out a way to do it. But because it's easy... Just giving him your time and attention. Sometimes we, oh, that's too easy. But try it. And that's what we're here for, is to is to look at the simplicity of being ready as he makes those changes. Running a, a parallel course that as you desire to know him, these are the changes that are going to take place. And as those changes take place, we want to offer encouragement and discernment, expectations. This is what it is. This is what's going on. As you're set free in that area, this is what now is going to be possible. As he heals you in that area, this is now how you're able to live. But even without any encouragement, or instruction, or support, God knows and will meet all those needs. He doesn't need any assistance. He doesn't, certainly doesn't need any show or any other ministry to help any of us. If you are on a desert island without your Bible, without your study books or your conference tapes, or a musical instrument. You could know God. Maybe even easier if you are on a desert island. So, last week we were talking about changing our idea about what a supernatural experience is and just sort of starting with the whole concept that. For right now, it's anything different. If anything happened in the past week that you realized, oh, wait a minute, that's something different. Where did that awareness come from? Drawing your attention to something different happened. Where did that attention come from? That drawing, that was God. You might have noticed, oh, that was, that's different, and then just kept on going where it doesn't even stick in your memory or your thoughts, but that you noticed it. Not just that it happened, but that you noticed it. That was God drawing your attention. That was God making himself known that he is working and enabling other senses. And don't worry about what senses they are. Or how they work. He will train you. He will teach you. But so say you notice something. Anything. Like sound. Or a new thought. Or even dreams. Or you know something that's going to happen. Or you notice something's changed within you. A healing. Or a lightness. What do you do? First, you write it down. You don't need to go into great detail, but write it down. Say you noticed something. Even say it was about a person, your neighbor, or you were at a stoplight and you noticed something. God drew your attention to the license plate of the car next to you. Write it down. Don't go into great detail. That's not necessary. And don't pick it apart. But write it down. Then what? Then ask God, was that you drawing my attention to this license plate? Remember, we start with yes or no questions. Now, over time, you'll do all these steps just like that just with with a quarter of a blink of an eye. It won't take a second thought. Just, you'll go through the process. But for now, go through the, each step. Lord, was that you bringing my attention to that license plate? That's a yes or no question. You'll get a yes or no. And you may get no answer, Sometimes that's more interesting when you don't get an answer because then there's usually something else going on. Either there's interference. Well, generally speaking, there's interference. But just of different kinds. They can be something internal, something external. There's an attack of some kind, which let's get over being concerned about being attacked. It's, it's not a big deal. There's germs all over the place, and we, we don't live in fear of germs, most of us. There's radio waves in the air all the time that are hitting our brain, yet most of us don't go around with tinfoil on our heads. They're not a threat. Most attacks are not a threat, but they are an opportunity to hone our skill, to hone our listening skill, to work on being able to hear and respond, hear God and respond to what he says. So we write it down, then we ask, Lord, did you draw my attention to the license plate? If he says yes, he says, Lord, is there something you want to talk to me about about this? Again a yes or no question. And then if he says yes again, say, Lord, what is it about this license plate you'd like me to know? That's when you can be abroad, let let him Lord, what is it? Don't try to figure it out. Okay, so it's B E E B C E one two six. And you start getting your scriptures out and you're trying to figure out, okay, what's the B, what's the C. No, none of that. Oh, maybe it's the significance to the time that he's going to wake you up at 126. Because. BCE. No, none of that. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to pick it apart. Lord, you've got my attention on the license plate. What do you want me to know? What do you want to talk to me about? I'm available and then just wait. He may say something. He may drop something into your your soul. He may not. You may find that your recognition may never ha- draw a direct line between some change or revelation and his drawing you to that license plate because the goal is not the answer the goal is the process far more important than getting an answer to why that why he drew your attention to the license plate was the habit you are forming to respond to his drawing your your willingness to learn you're developing the habit to do your homework those are far more important then knowing that the reason he drew your attention to that license plate is because that's your new neighbor that he's going to hook you up with as to be your new best friend. And drawing your attention will make you open to that. That may be exactly what he does, but it doesn't matter. Because what matters is that You were paying attention and giving him your time. And he did the rest. Again, you may never know. Then again, five weeks later, he may give you an answer. He may give you a revelation of the new thing he's doing in your community or in your country or in the world in the next five years, and you're stunned and you go, Lord, why me? Why are you showing this all to me? And he may bring to your memory that license plate, that because you stopped and gave him your attention, you paid attention, you gave him an opportunity to reveal himself to you, he was then able to reveal his plans into your heart. We don't know, and that's the whole point is you don't need to know it's not important to know so say he tells you this is what I want you to do. this is what I'm showing- revealing this thing to you. this is the new this is this new sound you're hearing, for instance, you go in your backyard and all of it, and you notice you're hearing us a different kind of buzzing you know that's not animal that's not you know the cicadas or it's just a weird sound like like all uh, everything's buzzing everything's more alive and you notice it and you go lord is that what i'm hearing and he says yes it's just more alive everything's more alive yes lord what am i supposed to do with this be prepared Life is going to be bursting out in your life. Expect more. Be ready for more. Again, this is just an example. But you just never know. Let him, you know, he's, he's the God. He's been doing this a long time. He knows how to reason with us, explain himself, make himself known to us. You can trust him to do it in a way you will understand. You don't don't figure it out. Don't pick it apart. Write it down and ask him every question you got. So, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. We'll be back together again next Sunday. Have a great weekend.